Hear ye, hear ye, word nerds. Be forewarned that this podcast contains body language of the modern and early modern varieties, so plan your listening accordingly. Or don't. That's a choice that you can make, but don't say we didn't warn you. Welcome to the Hurly Burly Minisode. Yeah. I do. Yeah. We are your hosts, Jess Hamlet and Aubrey Whitlock. <laughs> Uh, so this is um, installment number two in uh, Jess Hamlet tells you about some of the wild ass plays she read this summer. Yes. Uh, and this is The Atheist's Tragedy by Cyril Turner. Turner? Uh, it's French. Turner. I don't know. Oh. Turner. We're just going to say Turner because I'm not French. Um, Doing that English thing. I'm yeah. just pronouncing names however the hell you want. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and I'm going to... I'm going to, like with the witch, I'm just going to take you through my, my summary notes and we're going awesome. to talk about it. I'm just, this is, this is just what happens in the play. Right. Okay. We've got act one. Yeah. Uh, and again, I don't have a DP, so uh-huh. we're just, just going to go with me. Okay. So there's this guy, Charlemont. Okay. Okay. He's French. Ooh, I couldn't they're, tell. They're all French. Charlemont. Okay. So Charlemont wants to go to war uh, and gain some honor because mm. young dude's going to war for honor okay um but his father montferrer <laughs> okay montferrer's montferrer's <laughs> montferrer's great <laughs> so his dad uh won't pay for him to go to war um rude yeah which is sad so his uncle d'amville however uh would rather spend his own son's inheritance than deprive charlemont of an honor or of an opportunity for honor so he willingly pays for Charlemont to go to war. And it's like this great benevolent thing and everybody's happy except for da- dad Montferrers. Sure. He's not so happy about sure. it, but like what else? Daddy okay. Montferrers. So, uh, Charlemont heads off to war and D'Amville plans to wait for Montferrers' death, uh, which will not be long in coming. Um, and then he's going to recoup the money that he spent on Charlemont by being named his brother Montferrer's heir while Charlemagne is at war. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Hamlet style. Yeah. Danville pretty much has just been like, oh, here's a convenient way for me to get Charlemagne out of the way. And then I'm going to get all of my rich brother's money okay. when he dies. Okay. Okay. Um, so Charlemagne goes to say goodbye to his dad. Um, and Montferrer's is like, please don't go to war because you're my only heir and you don't have kids and I'm old and sickly and don't go. And Charlemont insists that going to war is as much in his blood as his father's genetics. So like, it is just as much a part of me to go to war as is my blue eyes and my blonde hair or whatever. Then Uncle Danville shows up and he's like, oh yeah, totally let him go. Like he's... You know, he's got to go make a name for himself, right? Uh-huh. And it all seems above board, but yeah. it's nefarious. Ooh. Okay. Because okay. he, like, wants the inheritance. Yes. All right. Okay. So, Montferrer's reluctantly gives Charlemont his blessing. And then Charlemont bids farewell to Castabella Ooh. with a kiss. I dig that name. I know, right? It's really pretty. That sounds Italian, though. Castabella. It does sound Italian, but it's she's French. Commedia. They're, they're all French. <laughs> this happens in France. All right, fine. Um, except for well, okay. <laughs> it, anyway, okay, okay. So Charlemagne kisses her goodbye, Ooh. and she says, "Kissing twas not meant to separate a pair of lovers, but to be the seal of love." 
Oh my god. Drink! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> race. Yeah, not that. So she says, Kissing was not meant to separate a pair of lovers, but to be the seal of love, importing by the joining of our mutual and incorporated breaths that we should breathe but one contracted life. Ooh, Which, like, sexy. how beautiful is that? Yes, yeah. Like, I copied it down and I was like, for my next wedding. Ooh, damn. <laughs> a little Cyril Turnerer up yeah. in this bitch. That's hot. Um, yeah, so they, like, say their goodbyes. Charlotte goes off to war. And then Castabella has a premonition of, oh, no, sorry. They have not said their goodbyes yet. They're oh, in the middle oh, of saying their goodbyes. Okay. Castabella has a premonition of ill fortune. And Charlemagne is like, oh, you silly woman. It was going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. Um, Castabella's parents walk in on them kissing. Uh, and they fetch their daughter away. But totally seem cool with it. Although later in the play they're not cool with it. But mm. in this scene, like, I got no vibes of, like, we're not cool with this. Okay. Right. Um, so then Charlemagne tells his friend, Langbo Snuff. <laughs> That's his I'm name. Langabo Snuff. Here it is. Langabo. Langabo Snuff. <laughs> Tells his friend Snuff to comfort Castabella in his absence and then he leaves. Okay? Charlemagne is off to war. So the second that he is gone, D'Amville contracts Langabo Snuff to negotiate a marriage between Castabella and his eldest son, the sickly Broussard. Ooh. Okay, so Uncle Danville is all like, go to war, and then I'm going to steal your girl and your inheritance. Damn. Okay. Um, so also, <laughs> Danville instructs Baraccio to disguise himself as Charlemont for hijinks. Huh. And that is act one. That's not act one. <clears throat> another Just Baraccio kidding. standing in for another, like, Lothario guy. Yeah. That's not even a little bit. That's half. We're halfway through. Okay, so uh, Roussard tries to woo Castabella, and uh-huh. she's like, bitch, please. End of scene. scene. Castabella's father is annoyed at her refusal of Roussard, and he vows to have them married tonight! Oh my. Right? Okay. Um, she sends her dad to her mom, uh, and while she's alone with Langabo Snuff, <laughs> she, I know... <laughs> She says, you know, please, Langabo Snuff, help me stay true to Charlemont, be my friend, support me in this. And he's like, yeah, totally, I got you. Langabo then slanders Charlemont and says uh, that he must not actually love Castabella at all if he was that willing to just go off to war. Uh, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So then her mom comes in, Levadolcia, which is a beautiful name. It is. Uh, but also sounds a little more Italian than French. Yeah, sounds very, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she says, girl, you got to marry Roussard. You got to do it. And she's like, no, mama, no. Like, yeah, no. Anyway, okay. Um, Castabella protests and she protests. And just before her father marches her off to church, Sebastian, Ooh. who is Roussard's younger brother, calls this a rape. He says... What you are doing by forcing her to marry someone she doesn't want to marry is rape. Ooh, how progressive of him. Yeah, for, you know, 16-0-whatever this is. He's like, hashtag me too. Yeah, pretty much. So this does not stop anything. Wow. Uh, they all leave for church. Sebastian wishes swift illness or death to Roussard uh, because that would make it easier for Castabella to cuckold Roussard. Act one. Wow. Okay. 
there's a lot, there's a lot happened. It's yeah. a lot like that first scene of The Witch, where it's yeah. like, everything! In 250 yeah. lines. So which one of them is the atheist? Who doesn't believe in yes. our Lord and Savior well, Jesus Christ? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ask a good question, Aubrey Whitlock. The question that I was asking myself at the end of Act 1, going, <laughs> What does this have to do with atheists? Yeah. It doesn't really come clear until the end of the play, but Danville is clearly the evil guy. Okay. So it's him. Ah, of course. Oh, right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's evil. Okay. Naturally. So act two. Um, we are celebrating a wedding. Castabella and Roussard have gotten married. Gross. It's a party. Uh, they drink a toast to Charlemont off at war, which is adding insult to injury, if you ask me. Yeah. Kicking her when she's down. Yeah. So then Baraccio, who you will remember, was asked to describe him, disguise himself as Charlemont. Yes. He shows up disguised as a soldier. Mm. Okay. Uh, he tells a harrowing story of disaster at battle. And Charlemont is dead, drowned, no. and washed to sea. Fake news. Okay. Okay. This is, it's just a tale. Right. Yeah. Um, Castabella swoons and leaves. Yeah. Um, then Baraccio produces a scarf that he counterfeits as Charlemont's as proof of his, as proof of his death. He's like, oh, yeah, here's a red scarf. Remember that one time Charlemont wore a red scarf? They're totally, it's the same scarf. He's dead. <laughs> Because that scarf proves that he's dead. Just like with Thisbe. Yes, there's only one scarf in the entire world that Shoma has. And every time you have it, you know somebody's dead. Um, So then Danville, like, pretends to get all upset. He's like, oh, you're the bearer of bad news. Get out of the house. Get out of the house. You're not welcome here. But then he's like, oh, but P.S. Dude, you totally did this well. Like, good job. Thanks for doing what I asked you to do. Um, Montferrer's, the dad. The dad of uh, Charlemont is undone by this news and fears that it will send him to his grave because he's sickly and old. Oh, oh yeah. The conspirators are very pleased with this development because uh, it will likely lead to Montferrer's uh, naming Danville as his heir, mm-hmm. right? Because now Charlemont is dead, right? Quote unquote. Right. Levadocia leads Roussard to Castabella's chamber. Gross. For their wedding night. Ew. End of scene. This is like back in the day where oftentimes people watched the wedding night too. Uh, I well, I don't know that anyone ever actually watched, but like escorted. Yeah, but I think well, in France that was a thing. In Portugal, I don't know that was a tradition in England, but we're not in England. No, we're in France. We're in France, but it's an English play. (laughs) Randy France by an Englishman. So then we have sort of a comic interlude with a bunch of drunk servants. Excellent. Who get drunk. And they fight, uh, and Danville and Baraccio use this ter- to their advantage, and they sort of set them off against each other more to sort of create a distraction. Langabo Snuff comes back, uh-huh. uh, and he brings news that Montferrer's has named Danville as his heir, with the caveat that he can change this whenever he pleases for whatever reason. So, like, yay for Danville, because he has successfully gotten the inheritance, yeah. or is going to get, has been named as the heir. But, caution, because he can change it. Right. Scene change. Castabella is crying over Charlemont. Yeah. Roussard promises to leave her alone for the night, since he's still so sick. Which is kind of kind, but also she shouldn't be married to him in the first place. Right. So, um, Sebastian asks Levadulcia to help reconcile him to his father, and then departs, promising to meet her at home shortly. You tracking all of this? 
clear on who all these people are. Sebastian is meeting up with Castabella's mama. Yes, and later. Sebastian is Roussard's younger brother. Yes. Okay. So Sebastian has been like, hey, Castabella's mom, can you help me yeah. and my dad, Danville, become friends again? Yeah. Okay. Um, After I called them rapists. Yes. Yeah. Uh, La Dulcia is entranced with his boldness. Ooh. And she want to do him. Yes! Cougar town! Yes. And then this other guy, servant, Fresco, mm. enters with a lantern, and she decides to go to bed with him because he's there. <laughs> she horny. Hey, Fresco. I bet he got fresh with her. Oh, girl, See you wait. See what I did there? You just wait. Fresco, you, fresh. You just wait. Okay, so we've got a scene change. Okay. Yes. Remember the drunk servants? Yeah. Who were being all drunk. Yeah, kerfuffle. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, Danville and Montferrer are walking home in the dark Uh-oh. through the fields oh, no. where the servants are fighting and okay. They're like, oh, better be careful. Oh, dear. Danville pushes Montferrer's into a gravel pit. Of course he does. Where Baraccio is waiting in the bottom of the gravel pit with large stones to beat him to death. Oh no. Danville makes a great show of grief, but then helps Baraccio out of the pit and congratulates him on a job well done. Again. <laughs> yes. Wow. So Montferrer's dead. Okay. We, we got a body count of one. Okay. Dead. Bashed his head in with a rock. Which, like, yeah. what a way to go. Is that on stage or off? They just, like, push him sort of off stage? Yeah, then... I would imagine he gets pushed into the trap or the discovery space. Uh-huh. Pounded. Yeah, or maybe the moat. I don't know, it Ooh. could be done in full view of the audience. Because the body needs to be there for a minute. So. Okay. okay, so. Scene change back to Levadulcia. Oh my god. She seduces Fresco. She does. But Sebastian knocks on the door, right? Because she remember, like, Sebastian was like, I'll meet you at home in half an hour. Uh-huh. And she, like, hides Fresco behind an heiress. Uh-oh. And we all know nothing good happened behind an heiress. Nothing He's not going to get stabbed. Spoiler alert. He's not going to get stabbed. So Sebastian knocks on the door. She hides Fresco. Sebastian comes in and smooches her. Ooh. Immediately. Hot. Um, then her husband, Belforest, enters. Belforest. Belforest. Who and are these people? They're French. They're French. Uh, and and Sebastian, thinking quickly, cuts himself with his rapier and runs out. Oh no! Okay, so Levadulcia plays it off as if Sebastian had chased Fresco into the chamber to try to kill him, and thus explains the presence of both men in her bedroom. Clever, right? She's a quick thinker, and Fresco sort of like picks up on this immediately. Uh-huh. Which, like, when in drama has that ever happened? That someone's been like. Hey, wink, wink, nod, nod, picking up on what I'm laying down. Let's get out of this. Okay, so it happens. Um, Fresco, then thinking quickly, invents a quarrel between himself and Sebastian, and Belforest shows him out the back way, which is not anything with the butt. It's just there's a back door to the chamber. (laughs) At the end of Act 2, Montferrer's ghost visits Charlemont in a dream and tells him to return to France to see what he can see, but... To leave the actual business of revenge to God. This is sounding very Hamlet-like. Except for this business. Yeah. Because the ghost is like, just go and like figure out what you can, but don't revenge anything. Leave that in God's hand. Because it's the atheist tragedy. Right. We're God-fearing people. Except for the atheist. Okay. Act three. D'Anville 
Roll me an act. There's a this play. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. Okay. Um, I think it, it starts to move a little bit. Well, yeah. Act three is sort of. So I know. I know. But I also took like really thorough notes. Sure. Okay. So Act three. Danville hosts a funeral yeah. for Montferrer's and Charlemagne, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sad." <laughs> Castabella cries over Charlemagne's grave, and then. Charlemont arrives and consoles her. And she's like, oh my fucking God, what the hell? And like faints. Uh, but then he she revives her. Yeah. Um, and she immediately like is like, oh, okay, you're alive and real. Not a ghost. What is happening? But sure, yeah. I'm not scared of you. Okay. He accuses her of infidelity, etc. Because he's a man and he doesn't let her talk. But then he lets her talk and she's like, bitch, fuck off. I am a woman. I had no power. They married me the day you left. Like, and he's like, oh, I forgive you. We're in love. I'm here now. It's going to be okay. Okay. Sebastian, elsewhere, is begging his father, Danville, for his allowance. Basically, mm-hmm. he's like, dad, please, I'm poor. Give me my money, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlemont arrives. And Danville pretends to take him for a ghost. He's like, oh, it's the ghost of Charlemagne. Wow. <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, That's Lang- really funny. <laughs> Langabo snuff. And uh-huh. Sebastian are like, uh, real dude, not a ghost. <laughs> but are you a ghost? Like, they're like, I don't really understand. Okay. Oh so Sebastian, God. to like figure out if he's a ghost or not a ghost, Takes out a sword and like tries to hit him. Charlemagne hits him back, wounds Sebastian. Sebastian's like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool. You're a real person." <laughs> um, Men. Yes. So Charlemagne's all like angry and he's fighting. And then Montferrer's ghost shows up again and is like, "Charlemagne, baby, like chill. I need you to chill, right? Like, just I just want you to. This is like a fact finding mission, okay? It's not. Don't get revenge now, okay? Just like chill, okay? Danville has Charlemagne arrested." And then he gives Sebastian a thousand crowns to seek out a surgeon for his injuries. Uh-huh. Sebastian, even though he doesn't know where he will ever get this much money ever again, decides to use the thousand crowns to ransom Charlemagne, who is an honorable man. Hmm. Which, like, that's a nice okay. move. Okay, I'm liking this Sebastian guy. Yeah, Sebastian's cool. Charlemagne languishes in prison. Uh-huh. Sebastian comes to ransom him. We're all happy. Castabella, elsewhere, is pleading with Danville to, like, release Charlemagne. Sebastian and Charlemagne enter from the jail. They're like, we're free! Ha ha ha! Danville promises to act as Charlemagne's guardian, not his dispossessor, right? Because he's, like, taking the inheritance. Uh It's like, I'll be your garden. It's gonna be fine. I'm happy. We're all one happy family. Roussard greets Charlemagne, who, he's still very sick. He's a sickly old guy. And then apologizes to Castabella basically for not being able to fuck her. Right. Like, she's been married for, I don't know, a week or two at this point right. and is still a virgin. They haven't consummated, they have so not. the marriage is not technically legal. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Like, it could be easily Adult. on the grounds yeah. of no fucking. Uh-huh. Okay. And he just, like, sort of daughters on is like, hey, Charlotte, nice to see you. Hey, Castabella, sorry I can't fuck you. I'm sick. <laughs> act three. Okay. Okay. So now we're in act four. Levadulcia and Sebastian mm. have an assignation. Yes, at Cataplasma's house. Whoa! What a name! Right? Cataplasma is like a seamstress, tailor, 
It's got something to do with clothes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know those tailors. Yeah. Like, they're handsy and yeah. they're really fucking randy. Yeah. Especially in France, am I right? Right? In France. So they're, like, hitting it. Great. Excellent. Elsewhere, uh, Danville is real pissed off that Charlemont is around. And he's like, hey, Baraccio, why don't you uh, murder Charlemont in the churchyard where his death will be taken for a robbery gone awry? Sure. Oh, like a grave robbery gone awry? No, just like a like I'm walking through the graveyard at night. Oh, oh no, robbers! Stab, 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 stab. Oh, right, stab. yeah. <laughs> that kind of robbery. Sure, okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, he's like, hey, okay, go, you know, kill my nephew. Uh-huh. And then he's like, hey, Castabella, who is my daughter-in-law, why don't we go for a walk <gasps> so I can rape you? Ew. Does yeah. Um, so the, the reason that he is trying to rape Castabella is so that he can make sure that he has an heir. Because right. Roussard's real sick, right? He's yeah. going to die. So Castabella needs to have a baby. Yeah. And he's like, well, Roussard isn't going to get her pregnant, but I can. So why don't I rape her? Gross. Yeah. Okay. So Baraccio is waiting in the churchyard for Charlemagne. I mean, okay. Sorry. I need to just pause. And I know I've been talking for 20 minutes, but we need to. I just, I need you all to prepare yourselves for this scene. Okay. Because you remember the witch when we had that crazy-ass scene where everything happened and it was a skull and it was cut. Yeah. yeah. That, this is the scene in this play. That makes you go, what? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Baraccio, sitting down. Baraccio is waiting in the churchyard for uh, Charlemont. He's got his pistol. His pistol misfires. Uh-huh. Um, so Charlemont has the opportunity to defend himself. Uh-huh. He kills Baraccio. Uh, and then he takes the opportunity to escape. Like you do. Yeah. Right? We're good so far. Okay. Elsewhere in the graveyard, Langabo Snuff Ooh. is seducing Soquette. Ah! Oh my god. In the churchyard. <laughs> and he has disguised himself as Montferrer's ghost. No! So okay. that if anyone happens upon them in the churchyard, they won't be charged with lechery. They'll just be like, Oh, cool, it's a ghost boning some chick. Because that makes way more sense. Right? I love yeah, this Yeah, okay. Scene. Okay. All right. So, Charlemont comes through, right? He's running mm-hmm. away from Baraccio. Mm-hmm. And he scares them. Langabo Snuff is wearing this. He's got, like, a sheet and a beard. Yeah. And, like, in his fright, divests himself of the sheet no. and beard. <laughs> Charlemont picks them up, puts the sheet and beard on himself, and hides himself in a charnel house, which is a, you know, a, a crypt, basically. Uh-huh. Danville and Castabella come through the churchyard, because the churchyard is where everything happens, including rape and seduction and murder. Like, why? Yes. So Danville is like, hey, Castabella, why don't you sleep with me? And she's like, no, you're my father-in-law, that's gross. And he's like, cool, I'm just going to rape you then. Charlemont comes out of the charnel house in his disguise, his ghost dad disguise, and frightens off D'Anville. So therefore rescuing Castabella. And she's yeah. like, oh, my hero. So they decide. My ghosty hero? They, well, so she realizes who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they decide that, like, what is the best use of our time right now? Fucking. You know, I've just escaped a rape. I've just escaped a murder attempt. We're reunited and we're in love. What should we do? Let's take a nap in this crib. No, like not even just they just have a nap. They're just like, oh, that was a really exhausting. Because they're nap. so like chaste and pure. Yeah. Oh my god. So Langabo Snuff, who was scared, has recovered from his fright and he mm-hmm. comes back looking for Soquette. 
and he finds Baraccio's body, which he thinks is Soquette, and begins to romance the dead body. Ew, no! Before he discovers that it is both dead and male. <laughs> oh my god. Danville hears Langaboo shouting about murder and thinks it's Montferrer's ghost haunting him. Oh my god. The watch arrives, finds Charlemont and Castabella sleeping with the bones and the skulls, Ew. and arrests them both. Oh my god. Act three, scene three, y'all. Sorry, act four. Ever. Act four, scene three. Oh my god. Right, this is the best play. Okay. So, Belforest, who you will not remember, is married to Levidulcia. Yeah, uh-huh. So it's Castabella's dad. Yes, Castabella's dad. Okay. Is like, oh, boy, I'm really worried about my wife's chastity. I think she might be cheating on me. <laughs> Too late, bud. So he's talking to Fresco, uh -huh. right, who was right, hidden yeah. behind the heiress. Yeah. Um, and Fresco is like, uh, yeah, Cataplasma is totally acting as a bod for Levidulcia and Sebastian. Like, they're at her house right now, totally hidden it. So, like, just go over there and check it out. P.S. I had some of that, too. I mean, they, like, maybe just kissed. There's not really anything else in there, um, textually. So Belforce is like, ha I will send the watch! Okay. After Fresco, and also Cataplasma and all the rest of them. Belforest and the Watch arrive at Cataplasma's house to find Sebastian, Levidulcia, and Fresco. Sebastian and Belforest fight. How did, how did Fresco get there so fast? He, like, sort of ran out and oh Belforest followed okay. him. Sorry. I, I ruined your momentum. I'm sorry. It's cool. It's a good story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the, he, he sends the Watch. They arrive at the Watch. They find everybody. Sebastian and Belforest fight. Oh. And they both are slain. Oh, no! Levidulcia weeps over her husband's body, and then stabs herself. Oh my god. And the watch arrests everybody else. Oh my god. Okay. Does she stab herself because her husband died, or because Sebastian died? She stabs herself because her husband died, but also because she's like, oh, I am a whore. Oh, right. And I drove she him, does like, that, it's like, my fault. Self-immolation yeah. thing. Like, yeah. My husband's dead. Yeah. I've been unchaste, therefore yes. I too must die. Yes, pretty much exactly. <sighs> Domestic comedy bullshit. Right. Okay. Um, okay, home stretch, act five. Yep. Here we go. Okay, so I'm ready. A servant delivers to Danville some revenue that he got as part of Montferrer's estate. Danville sort of feels a little guilty about it and goes to sleep. Uh huh. <laughs> In a dream, Montferrer's ghost visits him and tells him he's about to reap the harvest of his folly, which, like, the ghost comes to you in a dream and is like, boy, you better prepare yourself for some revenge. You fucked. Yeah. Okay. Sebastian's dead body is brought in, as well as Roussard, who is dying. Oh, no. Danville calls for a doctor who can do nothing to help. Roussard dies. Danville blames the doctor and threatens to bring him to court. Okay. Act five, scene two. Here we go. This is the last scene. All right. We're going to tie everything up. Buckle up. Cataplasma. Soquette and Fresco are brought before the justices for being in charge of the house where all the murders happened. Uh -huh. The justices decree that all their goods are to be donated to charity and they are to be whipped. Okay. Langabo Snuff uh -huh. is ordered to leave Belforest's service. Of course, Belforest is now dead, so there it is. Okay. Um, he was going to do that anyway. Yeah. It's a, it's a plot hole. Okay. Yeah. Danville arrives with the bodies of his sons, calling for judgment, right? Because we're in a court. Yeah, yeah. Um, the justices calm him for a moment, and they turn to Charlemont and Castabella. 
Danville accuses Charlemont, and Charlemont says that he is ready to die. So he climbs the scaffold, and Castabel climbs up after him, so they're both on the scaffold, right, where they're going to die. Uh-huh. Charlemont tells the justices to pardon Castabella, but she says that she's ready to die with Charlemont. She's like, we're in love. The executioners arrive, and Danville protests that he will act as executioner himself. What? Because only someone, someone who is highborn can execute Charlemont. Okay. okay. Um, Castabella and Charlemont kneel to die, and as Danville raises the axe, he strikes out his own brain. What? Unclear. I think that's a, it's a performance choice, whether that is an accident or on purpose, but I read it as accidental. Okay. Yeah. Like, the axe was just so heavy, he yes. couldn't complete the swing and hit himself in yeah. the head. Yeah. Uh, Danville well then done. confesses everything. Wait. With an axe in his head? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Confesses everything and dies. He's like, oh, a head wound. I did it all. And now I'm dead. Oh my god. Charlemont is restored to all his titles and lands. Castabella inherits her dead father's title and lands. And they rush off to get married before attending the funeral of Danville. The end. Whoa. Whoa, that is wild. I love this play. Wild. Yeah. I still don't understand how Danville being an atheist factors into it. Because he's evil. Oh, right. That's yes. all that it is. Yeah. Just if like, you believe in so, God, you're fine. He's so inherently evil. Yes. Only only an atheist could be capable of such dastardly deeds. Wow. But, like, dressing up as a ghost to get laid in a churchyard, man. Damn. It's my favorite thing. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then, like, getting it on with a dead body. Yeah. But, like, accidentally. For, like, a minute. He's like, oh, baby, you're so stiff. Oh, oh gross! <laughs> yeah, it's great. Amazing. So, so you're welcome, everybody, for installment number two of uh, Jess Hamlet Tells You About Some of the Wild-Ass Plays She Read This Summer. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Yep. Send us some lovely emails. We've gotten some really lovely emails from oh people, my God. by the way. Yeah, Tara, we love you. You're great. You're great, girl. You're great. You're the best. Send us some more emails. We just You're love awesome. You. Yes. And uh and Susan, who Susan, sent us a nice little email. We love yeah. you, girl. Yeah. It's kind of awesome, you guys. And the comments on the on the iTunes. The iTunes. <laughs> who am I? You're and 35 is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um the comments on the iTunes machine um have been so fun and wonderful. So keep those coming and like Drop us a line at holla at hurlyburlyshakespearshow.com. Follow us on Twitter at hurlyburlyshake or on Instagram at hurlyburlyshakes. And uh, stay tuned for more summer minisodes coming at ya. Wham it out. Wham it out.